silence your cell phone, EK? I heard a chime. I did too. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the Madman. And I'm the Hill Hippie. What's up? EK's on the board, but he's obviously distracted, and he will give him a chance to catch up later. Are you... Yeah, okay. All right. Silencing my phone! Okay. <laughs> Please silence all cell phones. Nobody wants that in the movie theater. Yeah. Oh, greetings. Welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Um, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, Hill, Hill Hippie? My weekend was fun. What'd when, you do? You know what I did. Went outside? Yeah. Shinrin Yoku, a little bit of mushroom hunting. Hadouken. No, no, no. I, I, I couldn't find uh, Ken because, you know, that's the most fun person to blast with the Hadouken. Right. Because his name's in it. Hadouken! Hadouken. Uh, what else? Uh, I saw you had a big ass mushroom in there. Yeah, that wasn't even my find from the weekend. What? Who found it? A friend of mine, actually a co-host of Otherland Dreams, Lady oh, Stars really? and Fire. I've been training her on what mushrooms I hunt and how to find safe ones, and she sent me a picture. She's like, do you want this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I told EK last night, I said, I've got mushroom hunting mastered. I no longer have to go into the woods. I've got people out there trained to find them and bring them to me. Yeah, you got people coming to your temple. You're sitting there meditating. Yes. They teach me the ways, master. <laughs> teach me the ways, master of the mushroom. The ways of the fungi. You want me to teach you mushroom style? <laughs> Sit there and rot. Be like a Kill Bill with that, the, crew t- the cruel tutelage of the hill hippie. <laughs> Sit there. Hey, I had a mushroom question for you. Um, somebody said that I should really try a mushroom stamp. What is a mushroom stamp? Uh, where did they suggest you try it? Uh, with them? And I was like, I'm, I really don't like mushrooms, but I mean, if it's if it's good, it depends how it's I'm assuming this is one of your male friends or yeah, coworkers. Yeah, yeah. What they were mentioning was smacking you in the face with their dong. Oh. Oh. Uh, well, I'm going to have a very interesting conversation with them very soon. I would suggest that. What? Yeah, I'll figure that out later. Wow, that's a that's a lot to unpack. What what the hell's going on with that? Apparently, either a they're sexually attracted to you and they're trying to get their dong to your mouth as close to your mouth as possible, or b they don't like you and they want to smack you with said pecker. I'll figure it out later. Or you can just not care and tell them to go fuck themselves. Wow, EK looks busy. He's got yeah, what he's four in plates out. up in the air. Yeah, he's spinning those plates, spinning them all. Well, since we can't go to EK, anything else this weekend you're doing? Uh, I did a little side project helping uh, a member of the local community who's got a father who is passing away from cancer. Uh, and bummer. he's pretty much bedridden without the help of uh, family members or nurses. <clears throat> so the way he sees outside to the land that he lives on is through a sliding glass door, which has gotten extremely hazy over the period of 20 plus years that it's been installed. And said people are, like us, working class folk that don't have a whole lot of money. Right. And when I got brought, uh, when this story got brought to my attention by EK, I told him, yeah, I, I got you. I'll come out and install this door for you for dirt cheap. Nice. So that's what I did. And I will be going back this weekend to uh, uninstall the door, reframe the wall that it got installed into, and then reinstall the door because... I was not pleased with the way it had to get installed because of the state of the wall. I see. So, so need, more work needs to be done, huh? N- uh, no, more work needs to be done in order to make it uh, usable and have good longevity. Right. And I don't want to do shitty work, and I don't want to see these people yeah. suffer any more than they this horrible situation they're already going through. Absolutely. But, you know, that's just simply how we roll down here at FXPG Public Radio, you know? Exactly. You know, we got it. You know, you cake. UK gets a uh, gets his car towed, and boom, the network springs to life. Mm-hmm. You know that's how that's how we do things. I mean, best I can do because I'm antisocial is um, uh, donating the profits from my FXPG Public Radio mugs that you can get on Teespring.com. Teespring <laughs> slash um, Shock Monkey Radio or FXPG Public Radio three 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 as the number three thrice. Um, and a, a portion of those, all 100% of those profits go to charity and that's the best I can do. But, uh, you know, I help out and try to get advertisers for us. I, all right. I, I donate my, my uninteresting coin collection, I call it. It's all the coins that don't interest me. Yeah. I've got a project in the works, a pet project that hit me last night 
that uh, I'm going to be doing through Otherland Dreams uh, here in the next month or so, but I'm going to keep that under wraps until I get all the bugs ironed out. You need, need, a, need a dramatic reveal, I understand. Exactly. I understand. Well, my weekend was all right. I, there's just one thing that happened to me. It's kind of like a fracas, an altercation. Uh-oh. Whose ass do I need to kick? <clears throat> Nobody's. Okay. Unless you're going to go, like, charge McDonald's corporate headquarters or something like that. That is tempting. Because I had, oh, I'm never going back to this McDonald's. All right, I go in, you know how they have the the order kiosks? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I go in and I use the kiosk. I place my order in. I, I love that thing because I don't have to talk to the idiot that's behind the counter. However, there should be somebody behind the counter. Yes. Okay. Um, so I put in my order. I pay for it. And I'm just trying to get my cup so I can fill up my drink. And the cups are behind the counter. And so I'm standing there for like three minutes, and I'm waiting, just waiting for an employee to come by and say, I, can I get my cup for my meal so I can get some caffeine in me, you sons of bitches, mm-hmm. you know? And nobody came. Uh, an elderly couple came in behind me, and they came stand stand next to the counter like they wanted to place an order like a like it was 1994 or something like that. Yeah, like you're supposed to do. Like, like some people prefer. And so um, I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And uh, so I say, fuck it. And I walk behind the counter. I grab my cup. And then an employee noticed me. And she yelled. And she said, you're not allowed back there. And I grabbed the cup. I hold it up. I said, I'm just grabbing my cup. And then so she yelled again, you're not allowed behind the counter. And I said, well, someone needs to be behind the counter. <laughs> and, and the elderly couple nodded. <laughs> so I got my drink. And I got my food. And I went on my way. And I'm never, never going to go back. Um, am I wrong? No, you're not. Okay. See, I have a different story with that kiosk uh, okay. situation that got set up. It was about a month, month and a half ago, uh, on the way to work. So I stop in, and I walk into the place. Nobody's in the lobby. There is a woman behind the counter. Right. So I walk up to the counter, and she's like, the kiosk is open. Oh, wow. And you're not? Yeah, but we want everyone to use the kiosk now. Uh this morning, yeah. I need my coffee. So I turn around, and I start to use the kiosk. And when I go to McDonald's in the morning, I'm there for one fucking reason. I want the bagels. Specifically, the steak, egg, and cheese yeah, bagel. that's delicious, That right? is the best <laughs> breakfast sandwich ever. It's delicious. And I could not place the order and get the coffee that I wanted. It, the option was not on the kiosk. Oh I spent God. five minutes there, and I couldn't get it. couldn't get it. So finally, I, I cancel out. I go up to the counter. The manager comes over and is like, sir, there's the kiosk. It's open. I said, fuck that kiosk. Somebody like, take my order. Yeah, somebody take my order. <laughs> said, there was a woman here at the counter when I walked in, and she pointed me at the kiosk. What happened to old-fashioned communication and customer service? You're right, sir. What can I get you? And I placed my order. And I said, if I walk into this McDonald's again and I get pointed at that kiosk, I will walk out the door and go to Wendy's or Hardee's yeah. or some other place. That uses language. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they treat us like human beings, not like well, that's what, I'm, uh, what is it, rats that are pushing food or, uh, buttons to get yeah. food, uh, food pellets. Food, food shit. pellets. So um, I, think, I think that this interaction that I had is just what, what is wrong with this kind of moderniza- modernization of the order kiosk. You should... Yes, there are people like me who love that thing because I don't want to talk to the crazy ass redneck that's behind the counter. You know, great, I love it. And but there should the option should remain the availability of the counter for some old person who's like, I don't understand computers, and mm-hmm. they call me every time their computer crashes, and I'm just like, did you reboot it? You know, <laughs> try that first before the call. Yeah, and they lie about it. Yeah, I tried it. You get over there, yep. flip, flip. There's your problem. Exactly. They take the service problem, yeah. out of customer service. Exactly. And I, I agree that the kiosks are helpful um, and could speed things up for them. I, but the option should remain. You should have somebody standing there at all times. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, give me my cup. Hey, I want to place an order. Hey, you know, I ordered this and this is yeah, what I got. Because in your example is a perfect one of standing I there placed for my minutes. order. Where's... Where's this item? Are you going to hand me my cup once my food is ready? No, I want my drink ready. That way, if my order is to go, I can go. Go, and that's how I get my food. I've got that time wasted just standing here. Let me do something with it. I don't know if, yeah, I don't know what people do hanging out, eating in McDonald's. I don't get it. If you got time to kill, you know, why the fuck not? You can sit down. I don't like it. Especially in the mornings when you're, you people are usually on the go. Yeah. Yeah. 
probably quiet around those times. Anyway, so it's not like I'm not going to go to a different McDonald's from time to time. Of course you are. But I mean, I just, uh, but I know I'm making a mental note now. It's like, which one of the McDonald's around this town uh, don't have those order kiosks, you know? And eventually the number will be zero. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks. So I'm going to go into the next phase here. Um, I mentioned last week that uh, Center Center of Infinity has taken the top spot from us, and uh, I, I just can't let that go. <laughs> um, because not only are they cheating, um, but it's come to my attention over the last 24 hours that they are eating baked goods on the air. And, you just now found this out. Yeah. I've known it since day one. And that is like a... That is so unprofessional. And so I think... It's so unprofessional to eat on the air in a podcast. But you're drinking beer on the so air. So what? I'm not eating. It's not. You don't hear me chewing. You just hear me belching and sipping every now and then. I am pretty sure that uh, EK, and I don't know what the co-host's air, on-air name is, so I don't want to throw her uh, real name out there. I'll put her on blast, bro. Right. I don't want to do that. I'm pretty sure they've got enough since they've been in the game long enough to know to back away from the microphone so you don't hear nom, 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 nom. It's unprofessional. You're jealous. Well, I don't get any... You don't bake me any cupcakes. I don't get the cupcakes either. <laughs> you don't hear me bitching. They do, but you don't. <laughs> Madman, you assembled a podcast where nobody knows how to bake. Yeah, you're right. I don't know how to bake. <laughs> now, I've got a cookbook in there of Native American recipes. I can come uh, nah, in a week or two and have uh, fish head stew ready for you. That's disgusting. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Anyway, I'm coming after you, Center of Infinity. I want that top spot back. Um, so I'm, I'm asking my listeners, you know, do me a favor and tell your friends about Shock Monkey Radio. Tell them to subscribe on their favorite podcast app because I want that top spot back. Um, could you also be a deer and go ahead and rate us on that app? And, um, and that goes for all our shows, really. Yes. Um, rating them and uh, liking them and sharing them. Please. Please. Because um, I would be happy if, like... Um, um, below the deck, knocked, knocked Center of Infinity out of the top spot because I could see Center of Infinity go down. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a lot of I got to beat out a lot of shows, but so I can see a lot of people get defeated over the next few months, weeks, or whatever. So please tell your friends about our show, like, share, and subscribe. Um, check us out on social media. We're Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook. Um. I also have a YouTube channel. Search for The Madman Lowercase or even search FXBG Public Radio. I was looking for uh, EK's working on an FXBG Public Radio channel. I was looking for it earlier. I kept typing in FXBG Public Radio and all my videos come up. And it's the first time all my videos came up in a search and I was like, damn it, this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> I found my shit, damn it. Okay, so um, yeah, I want my but, top spot. And please get the word out there fast. Otherwise, we're just going to be hanging around uh, Center of Infinity's backside, and that's just going to get uncomfortable for no, everybody. No, and it won't sit well with me because, you know, they're cheating by playing on people's conservative, you know, fears, or not conservative, uh, what's the word, conspiracy fears, mm -hmm. because it's, you know, you'll never find an answer, and that's the point. Again, you're just jealous that they've got a They got a better, baked goods! They got baked goods, and they're beating you. They have their cake and they're eating it too. Yes. <laughs> it has been done, folks. Finally, Center Infinity has solved the mystery <laughs> of if you can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> oh, okay. You just missed it. It was excellent. We'll tell you about it later. Or you can re-listen. Don't drop the plate, bro. Don't drop that plate. Okay, so I've... We actually have a segment here coming up for EK's... E EK Catches Up. If you want to get... You want to know what you just missed? <clears throat> um, Center of Infinity sucks, bro. He's jealous. You have your cake and you eat it too. It's true. <laughs> Assholes. It's true. See, that's the thing. That's the thing about uh, about rules. They can be broken for sponsors. Uh, so hey, you know, if you maybe you own a pizza company and you want to make you know. Make sure that you get good advertisement. You throw a couple pizzas our way, and I might allow people to eat on the air and blug your pizza. Just saying. Just putting it out there. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So uh, what did we talk about? We talked about uh, my McDonald's adventure. I don't even know if you read the show notes. Uh, okay. I did read the show notes. Did you read about the McDonald's adventure? You went behind the counter. Yep. I'm a bad, bad boy. <laughs> 
Somebody needs to be behind the counter. Um, here's the thing. If you're trying to prove why your job is still necessary, yeah, you're not, and you're only pissing me off more. Yeah. I had a very similar mm-hmm. situation where I went into one of those uh, half-digital half McDonald's yep. where I ordered my food, and I saw people come in, go up to the counter, and get served, and left. Go in, go up to the counter, get served, and left. And I'm like, where the hell is my order? I ordered before all of these people. And it's like they're intentionally trying to make the systems fail. Wow. Because they realize how unnecessary they are. Uh, that just proves that three different people, three different stories, all where the kiosks were just yeah. fucking stupid and didn't No, the kiosk work. worked just fine. It was just the your order. The employees did not support the kiosks. So they weren't making his order. They intentionally did not make my order. Now, unless the... The ticket tracking system is on this one is particularly different. They all come in in the order that they are sent in. So did the the kiosk not send it back? No, no, no. They had my order. They just did not prepare it. So they were just skipping over it. Right. Yes. Why? Good question. Unless they're trying to prove that the machines suck and we need to keep our jobs. Don't replace us. Don't don't. Three different negative experiences. Yeah, mine. In I walked. Room. I walked in. And there was a woman behind the counter at the cash register. So I walk up and she says, the kiosk is open. Yeah. What? You're right here. I, I bet we're not the only ones who've had bad experiences. I mean, if, you know, we got three hit on the mark right there. Yeah. Wow. That's batting a thousand, bro. You, you all cut up EK now? I mean, that's that's my story in relevance. Yeah, I'm with you. It, it Like, I don't. Did yeah. you step over the line? No, you were showing them how to do their job that they were failing at. Yeah, yeah. so if you it was an it, educational experience, and shame on them for not realizing it. Yeah, so if you had a shitty experience with a McDonald's kiosk, uh, give me an email. Send me an email to madman at fxbgpr.com. Uh, no, go in to a McDonald's and complain and tell them <laughs> Shock Monkey Radio sent you. No, I just. <laughs> No, I just think this is an interesting, I guess, Reddit thread. You know, if you can get people sending us, a, tell us your horror story with a kiosk. It's like shit. We can make a whole show about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, 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 I was on technology side. Humanity is what failed me in my experience because I sat there and I watched. They usually do. I watched. Yeah. I watched them ignore my order, and I'm like, uh, okay. I see that you're trying to make people not use the kiosks right. because some of you have lost your jobs or maybe you asked for a raise and, you know, why should we give you a raise when the kiosk does half your job? Right. Um, yeah, you're not worth $15 an hour. Those jobs are meant for teenagers. You're supposed to outgrow McDonald's and get a real job as an adult. They have machines in there designed solely to because you, they don't think you know how to fill a cup. That's yep. how ba- yeah. That's how simple the person that's supposed to work at McDonald's is supposed to be. Place cup, push button, walk away. All right. Well, I guess you're all cut up then, EK. On that on that particular yeah. incident. Um, well, that's a pretty. Did much you all talk we about the about. Sea of Thieves yet? Not yet. Okay. That's the next part. That's after Hill Hippie's Garden. After. Yeah. After. Is it the it's time? Your turn? It's your turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Be quick. We got a lot to go through. I'm doing it. All right. We've got in. Uh, since it is October and Halloween is coming up, I'm going a little dark today, and we're going to go with how fucked up us human beings are as a society. And I'm going to list off the top 10 most torturous ways of execution throughout the ages. Ooh, YouTube's not going to monetize this, Rebecca. <laughs> Let's hear it. Number 10, the Colombian necktie. A blunt knife oh was put underneath the chin. Okay, I'll save Madman from the descriptions of Go these. ahead. A blunt knife was put under the chin, and they pulled their, the victim's tongue out through that yeah. hole, and they choked to death. Yeah. Number nine, the Iron Maiden. I yeah. think that needs no explanation. Everyone's familiar with it. Kick-ass band. Yes. <laughs> Number eight, the bamboo torture. Um, which one? I've heard of this one. It's where you tie someone to the ground on some fresh bamboo. Bingo. And, and then, you know, because oh. bamboo grows through anything, so it'll just, In three time. days, it pierces through the top yeah. of the victim's body. Which was it's tested by Mythbusters and is accurate. Next. All they have to do is keep you... They don't even have to give you water. You can just starve as it's piercing through you. I get yes. it. Ugh. Thank you. And number seven. Apparently we found out where Foamy the Squirrel got his idea for his reality TV shows. The Brazen Bull. A hollow metal bull. That shit is dope, man. <laughs> That's sadistic as hell. 
Tell me more about that one. The brazen bull, a hollow metal bull where the victim was placed inside. Special pipes were placed through it to where, as the victim screamed, it sounded like a bull's yell. And underneath the metal bull was placed a fire. And the fire burned, uh, burning the victim alive inside. And they were designed so that the holes made the special, like, made it sound like, like a, a snorting bull. bull. Mm-hmm. It's sadistic as hell, man. Fucking human beings, man. Yeah, we're crazy. Next one. <laughs> Number six, slow slicing. You're tied to a tree. They put slices around your fingers, your toes, your hands, your feet, eventually your arms, eventually removing the limbs. And after you, that, if you haven't bled to death, they finally stab you in the heart. Small mercies, I guess. Sawing. This one's fucked up. You're tied by your feet upside down from a tree. Oh, Yeah. And they cut from basically Uranus down. Sometimes they would stop before they got to the abdominal cavity where the main uh, artery was. Just that way the torture would last that much longer. Because once they busted that artery, you were done. Splitting you in two. Like a popsicle. Number four. Anybody who's familiar with Game of Thrones and Hall scenes is familiar with the rat torture. Yep. Number three. The blood eagle. They slice you on the back, cracking your ribs Moving the ribs out of the way and pulling your lungs out the, out through your back so they look like eagle's wings. Being careful not to puncture the lungs so they are still functional so you suffer and slowly die. How considerate. I know, right? <laughs> Number two, the favorite of, of Vladimir Tepes or Vlad the Impaler. Right. Impaling. Oh, yeah. Through the... The poop shoot. The poop shoot, yeah. With a blunt spear that, so it doesn't puncture any major organs. It just takes a long way to ease India. And number one, thank you Persians for being the most sadistic fucks in human history with cephasism. Explain. Or also known as the boats. The victim is placed inside a boat with another boat placed on top of it, screwed down to it, with special holes for your head, your arms, and your legs. You're covering you in honey and shit? Cover you in honey. Then they force feed you uh, honey and milk. Until you start Just having explosive yeah. diarrhea and allow you to slowly be eaten by bacteria and insects. And eventually they will let you out of the boats and be left in the sun to die. That's wonderful. And there's something thankful to be taken away from this. Be thankful, uh, fellow listeners. The human beings have gotten a little more soulful and a little more mindful. And we're not so fucked up anymore well at least not most of us not all of us there are some places in third world countries where shit like this still happens yeah so be thankful that you don't live in one of those places and you have to listen to the madman myself and the plate master ek talk about stupid shit this this is this is as bad as torture gets in the united states (laughs) i sentence you to a thousand hours of shock monkey radio anything but that i'll take the death penalty Impale me, Vlad. Impale me. <laughs> Jeez, that is dark, dude. It is the month of Halloween. Yeah. You got a costume or anything? No. Yeah, I'm not going to dress up. I never do. Rarely do. So we're going to do Team Labyrinth this year. Our, our family costume. Fun. Uh, Luca. Who's, Luca. Who's Bowie? We got to revisit this. Who's Bowie? I'm not sure I can pull it off. Uh, Why, you don't have the bulging package son, for it? My son's mother is going to be the worm. <laughs> my favorite character. Don't go that way. <laughs> Come inside, meet the missus. I love that fucking worm. Come inside, have a cup so, of tea. <laughs> so she's she's going to do that, uh, the worm, which will be interesting. Uh, Luca is obviously going to be Toby. Of course. We've got mm-hmm. the, we got the red, red white striped jumper for him. Awesome. Um, Scarlet is going to be uh, Sarah in, in the princess dress. Nice. And no, uh, and no Ludo. Well, we don't have we don't have a Ludo, but we could use a Ludo. Bad man, you're big enough for a Ludo. Smell. Hold on, Bad. I'm searching for a Ludo. I could pull off Ludo. <laughs> um, Hold on, I'm torn between. Holy between... shit! <laughs> it was like the first thing suggested. Uh, I'm torn between Hoggle and and Jareth. Um, I'm not sure I can pull off Bowie. I know I could order some leather yeah. pants. I know I could order a white wig. I know I could I could wear the costume. I just don't have the physique. You're, you have the physique of Hoggle. That's the I problem. have the physique of Hoggle. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is put a, bowl up two socks, put them, stuff them down your pants, and you know the tight pants that Bowie wore, and yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So since you're here, EK, I uh, want to talk to you about 
uh, my next topic, which is EK, the eager swabby. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got uh, <laughs> we got some th- Sea of Thieves rolling around here in the studio, and we're like, this is work. We're recording video and putting them on, on my YouTube channel. We're working now, <laughs> you know. And so uh, playing video games for uh, and for I I love playing with EK because he's like zero nautical experience, and so. Uh, this is what happened yesterday when I was playing with him. The thing is, we'll, we'll, we'll pre- let me preface this. Oh. Every, every time I've gotten on a real boat <laughs> in real life, um, and and I inc- include ships in that category, um, it has not gone well for me. Uh, I get pretty pretty rough motion sickness. Um, it's not a real ship, though. It's, it's uh, a video game? I know, which is why okay. it's so exciting, because I can do this without, without getting, getting sick. sick. I gotcha. <laughs> Is that why you don't stand on the uh, the bow very often? Bowsprit. Bowsprit? Probably. Because that will make you motion yeah. sick standing there. <laughs> that The only time I ever got seasick in the Navy was when I was way up in the forecastle during heavy seas. We'll have conversations. Yeah, you're going to have to explain oh. a couple of those words to me. So. <laughs> All right. Just if you're puking, puke in the gunnels. Anyway. <laughs> or your bucket and get, uh, see if these goes. Then you can throw it All on right. the madman. Oh. Please don't ever do that to me. I didn't know you could puke in a bucket in the yeah. game. Shit. <laughs> now I'm going to get puke thrown at me all the time. That's going to be a whole new video. Uh, so here's what happened with e- EK and I. We were like, uh, we were trying to set sail. We had the, our, our anchor down and our sails up. And I wanted to make sure our rudder was a midships. So I said out loud, I was like, hold on before we pull up the anchor. Uh, I want to see if the rudder is a midships. And so I'm working, working the helm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to bring it a midships. Right. But right after I said that, EK is like, all right, sir, I'll check the rudder. And he jumps <laughs> off the ship. <laughs> Goes and swims down around the aft side to go look, physically look at the rudder to tell me, rudder's a midship, sir. It's like, yeah, I did it while you were swimming in the water. <laughs> and here's the funny thing about this, because before you guys played and recorded, EK and I played together, and he manned the helm the entire time, so he knows. Oh, I learned real quickly that, that's where he needs to stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm terrible with sails. Oh, my and, God. He knows it makes that click when you get to midships. <laughs> It's, I'm just like, it's like, why did you not trim the sail? Why didn't you turn it? It's the opposite side. Trim the sail. So he likes, I don't trust the wind. He doesn't, he likes it to not catch full wind. That way it doesn't drift off port or starboard. Right. I can point, I can go straight. I can set the rudder straight. Dude. And walk away from the helm. Bad helmsman. When you are the only one on a ship playing solo, that's how you have to do it. But I was there. I was looking for, for pirates on the horizon. I was keeping an eye out for rocks. Every single other Sea of Thieves video on my YouTube channel is not with me and you. It's me solo, and I'm pretending you're there. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess EK has his flaws because he's like, he's like, yeah, we need we need to make sure that the anchor gets dropped, and he's like. Taking the anchor down, sir. And jumping in the water with the anchor. Like, I, I admire your enthusiasm, but that's not the way it's done. Anchor on the seafloor, sir. Permission to drown, sir. Make sure that ship is not a threat. Fire cannons! <laughs> that's exactly what happened. We had, all, yes. we had so many treasure chests. We had five. And, we had five treasure chests and two uh, kegs of uh, cannon powder, uh, gunpowder. Yeah. That reminds me about something I need to talk with you about on air. Off air? Off air. Off air, sorry. Two so. kegs of gunpowder and five chests, and Scott says, Madman, I'm sorry. Madman says, we need to make sure that other ship is not a threat. Pow! <laughs> and that's when I fired. And his excuse was, it, it was such a perfect shot. I didn't miss. <laughs> I didn't miss. We spent the next half hour uh, evading, <laughs> evading the ship and sneakily jumping off we shore. Did, we did kick with, their asses, though. Yeah. We did kick and their asses. And we turned in all of our chests during the battle. I know. It was great. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And you only lost one powder keg. I just... Right. <laughs> and that was to blow up the ship. So it's not really a loss. I feel like I feel like the hound when he's like saying to Arya, you know, next time you want to do that, you know, let me know first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we kamikazed that ship, too. Yeah, like you went on, you blew. The I went and blew myself up inside their ship with the with one of our uh, gunpowder barrels. That was awesome. You know, they should have dropped it in the in the water as they were 
uh, trailing behind you so closely? That's one way to do it, but it's, it, it can be inaccurate. It's called, it's called mining. Right. Um, actually, it's called torpedoes. Torpedoes are directed, though. No, they're not. They're not? No. You know the phrase, uh, damn the torpedoes full speed ahead? Damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. Yeah, oh. the guy was talking about mines. Ah, uh, okay. That's what torpedoes originally were. Fact they- checker. Damn, we don't have one yet. We don't have one. We may get an intern soon. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so I contacted like half of them that sent in applications, um, and I'm just waiting for some responses. Okay. Only half? Pick us a good one. They, they've got to pick themselves. I can't make them good people. Okay. We'll Very see, surreal. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Um, so I got a little segue here into the news worth knowing, which I'm sure you're all dying to get into. <gasps> Don't die. <sighs> Don't actually die. Okay. Just following orders, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the anchor down, sir. <laughs> the rudders and midships. <laughs> oh, sorry to bring it down, fellas, but I have to be honest with you. I've had um, more political conversations than I care to have over the last month. All things considered, I'd rather not discuss these things anymore. But this has been one of wait, those wait, new wait, cycles. Wait, wait. Hold on. Just make it interesting. I'm trying to. Would you let me? No. And I get to no. call shenanigans because you said now that you've discovered Ben Shapiro, you never have to talk about politics in the show again. <laughs> and I called it and said you would be right back to it. Ha <laughs> ha. Sorry. I I am what I am. Now go on. But. It's been one of those news cycles where it's hard to avoid these topics. So, Akiva. Uh, to you reasonable Democrats out there, I'm speaking to you. You need to wrest control of your party away from the fringe elements contained therein. You and I are reasonable people, and we know that the loudest and most controversial voices in what news media is what news media covers. And looking at the polls for the midterms, it looks like you shot yourself in the foot again this year like you did in 2016. The way every reasonable person, the way the left handled the Kavanaugh confirmation, excuse me, has turned almost every reasonable person against the Democrats. Mind me now, Democrats, America needs the Democratic Party. I'm not talking about insults. I'm not talking about anarchist rants or threats of violence or revolution. Well then, Democrats, get your shit together. Get it all together and and put it in a backpack. All your shit. (laughs) So it's together. And if you got to take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know. Take it to a shit store and sell it. Or, or, or put it in a shit museum. I don't care what you do. Just, you got to get it together. Get your shit together. Yes, Summer. I mean, Democrats. America needs, <laughs> America needs the Democratic Party. You don't want the Republicans getting too KKK. And you don't, and you don't want, and you don't want the, uh, the the Democrats get into Nazi Socialist Party. The you know? two party system has been broken for a long time, mm-hmm. and we we really need a five party system, or more, or maybe maybe a thirteen party system. Yeah, but they already canceled Party of Five. True, true. <laughs> they did cancel Party of Five, and parties of eight or more you have the gratuities included. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what it is. So that's we need, why it has to be we less need than seven eight. parties. It has to be less than eight. Yeah, mm-hmm. but big enough so it's like priority seating. It's like that's a big party. We yeah. want right. we want that. So it's got to be seven. Yeah. Okay, so seven party system. Seven party system. Um, plus, I think that um, you they give you discounts for entrees, not entrees, appetizers. Okay, so well, that depends on the. So we need a, we need a yeah. seven party system. Seven party system, and with each party discounts needs, on appetizers. Each party needs to have its own appetizer party. Appetizer party or signature appetizer. Signature. Appetizer. Ooh, I like that better. Signature app. Each party has to have its own signature appetizer, and then when you go to vote, the quality of the meal will really sway your opinion. It, it, yeah, it'll reflect it in the polls. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're just like you know, mozzarella sticks I'm just really, aren't in this year. I'm really, yeah. I'm really liking this top chef redesign of the government we're working on. <laughs> yeah, we could not. We, now I'm hungry. If culinary ability was a requirement, you'd have to see Donald Trump sitting up there like cooking against Hillary Clinton. That would be fucking dope, dude. That would be insane. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. And what a skill! No, 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 no. Wait, wait. I could take this further. Go ahead. No. Keep going. Like like basic human abilities that they need to be able to do as a human being to prove that they are still human beings and not 
like you got to be able to change a tire on on live TV during your State of the Union address. <laughs> <laughs> While you're giving the address, you need to be in a like like in a driveway of the White House, like changing a flat tire. And not once during the, the address are you allowed to say something like, "Oh, damn, I dropped a nut." Right. You know? Right. No, no references to the task you're doing. <laughs> You're no proving gr- to the American no country that you're like the everyman, but you don't make a big deal about it. <laughs> <laughs> also, and if, also, and if you really want to impress us, change the brakes. Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah, so, extra points. Extra points for more, more, less minor mechanical stuff. Yeah, like if you could t- you'd, uh, replace my transmission. Woo! Right. Surge in the poles. Right, right, like, and so, if you build a treehouse in the backyard for your kids. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. This yeah, was, and you have to do a video like that every time you want to tweet something. No, that's your whole. Oh kid. God, Trump would <laughs> fix the entire country in a day. <laughs> be motivating. You mean every time I got a tweet, I got to do something mechanical? I th- I think you'll just. Tweet. I'll just pay people to do it. I think you'll just tweet less. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a good thing. Ooh, ooh, I've already ooh, mastered ooh, Twitter. Ooh. I don't have to do it anymore. You have to be able to write in cursive. I like that. Yeah. I uh. Uh, I took a credit card order this weekend to real young kid, first credit card kind of guy. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I bought this pizza. Here, it's a big tip for you, pal. I got the money. I got a credit card. <laughs> but his name was fucking printed on the signature line. It was like, oh, my God. What's, what's <laughs> what? happened? Yeah, what's happened to this Oh, my country? God. I mean, you can scribble anything on there. Nobody fucking cares anymore. Yeah. They don't even check. No. Uh, yeah. I literally signed Mickey Mouse one time, seeing if my bank was going to go, what the fuck? They, yeah. they no. only check it if you claim fraud. Yeah. And then they'll investigate, and if they find out that the Mickey Mouse was written in your handwriting, you'll be the one busted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, I wasn't going to bust fraud. I was just going to see if they said, oh, we found this. It was just me. I'm making sure you're still on your game. I like to practice Mickey Mantle's signature mm. until I perfect it, and then... I prefer Mickey Money Hart. Street. Flo- uh, flood the market with... Uh, <laughs> False memorabilia. Uh, memorabilia. I, yeah. pref- I prefer Mickey Hearthstone. Mickey Hearthstone. Who's that? From World of Warcraft? As, a, as opposed to Mantle. Uh, Let's get in the news worth knowing. This is the first news story I wanted to segue in from my crazy conservative rant. I, hey, look, I, I did best I could to make it interesting. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Google exec slams GOP over Kavanaugh net nomination. Yeah, I thought you were done. I thought that first one was the only you, political thing. You segued. I, I was told a segue into it. this article. I told you I called <laughs> it. After this is no more politics, okay? Ever again? We'll see. Shenanigans. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the quote is, fuck, dot, you, period, fuck, period, you, period, all, period, two, period, hell. No period. A design- so the sentence is going on. I don't know. It's not a sentence. Not at all. Yeah. A design lead at Google has slammed Republicans in an angry Twitter rant over the nomination of now Justice Brett Kavanaugh. This is a quote. You are finished at GOP. You polished the final nail in your own coffins. Fuck you all to hell. Wrote Dave Hogg. David Hogg? The guy from the Parkland shootings? No. David. H-O-G-U-E. Hogue? Hogue. My bad. Uh, He... He now he has deleted it, but he uh, tweeted it on Saturday. Um, quote, I hope the last images burned into your slimy, evil, treacherous retinas are millions of women laughing and clapping and celebrating as your souls descend into the flames. More torture, <laughs> uh, he added. Uh, Hogs. <laughs> Hogs. LinkedIn entry describes him as Google's uh, UX design lead. Uh, he has been at. He's been there since December 2013. On Sunday, he confirmed that he deleted the tweet, tweeting, Yes, I deleted the tweet. Yes, those opinions are mine personally, and I am responsible for them. Yes, I should have been more eloquent and less condemning. Yes, I still believe that GOP is wrong and not serving your best interests. Yes, I believe we can do much better. I believe I can fly. Yeah. So, uh, Do you believe you can touch the sky? No, I'm not that good at it yet. Okay. Well, that's why I use the leftist tears mug because I mean, there's just it's running in the streets. It's a flood of leftist tears. I'm sorry. You want to go into something that is not political at all? Yes, please. Just a little crazy. Ooh, crazy. Well, I guess it's political like that. Oh, oh, I didn't. Crazy. Do my, like I, did, I didn't do my one political joke. Okay, do your political joke. 
uh, those leftists were all like, Kevin, no. Nah. And I was like, Kevin, yeah. See, it's not funny to you guys because you already heard it. It's be- yeah, it's because that's why I always tell people, it's like, save it for the show. Yeah. yeah. That's why I don't read the articles. I don't, I don't, I don't, I want, I don't want to see the punchline coming. And I never do. All right, so here's our next story. Natural Light, Natty Light, releases a 77-pack of beer for their anniversary. What? 70. Yeah, let that number, let that number stir around in your brain for a second. All right, Natural Light has outdone itself with this latest boozy stunt. Why why is it a prime number? (laughs) Why? Why? I'll tell you why. Is there a reason? Yes, there is a reason. Uh, releasing a 77-pack of beer to commemorate its 41st year of production. You doing some math? Ladies and gentlemen, as a nod to the year of our creation, 1977, we give you the 77-pack. Limited time only in College Park, Maryland. Well, I guess that's the perfect market. College Park. <laughs> College Park, Maryland. <laughs> I've been to College Park, Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um, wait, 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 Natty Light, that's made by Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, Anheuser-Busch. Uh, which is based out of St. Louis. Yeah. But and you know, I've been to the brewery. Why the fuck are they releasing this in Maryland? Not, know your customer. Know your know your base. I guess that's where Natty Light is the most popular. Yeah, it's College Park, Maryland. Anyway, uh, they wrote on Twitter on Anheuser-Busch on October 5th, uh, and the post has since gone viral with over 8,800 likes. 77 beers has a little warning sticker on it, or label that says, Warning, it's not not heavy. Warning, it's not a challenge to drink them it's all. It's <laughs> not not heavy. Oh, you, you'd probably die if you drank that many beers. Uh-oh. Uh, there goes EK spending some more plates. Uh, unsurprisingly, the news has widely celebrated, uh, was widely celebrated on social media by fans. Many voiced their immediate, quote, need for the Mega Pack. Ooh. Need. <laughs> Shared how long it would take to road trip to the Washington D.C. area <laughs> to pick up a beer barrel for themselves. <laughs> I it, guess it would be a collector's item if to never open it and just have the seventy-seven pack. Look at this motherfucker! <laughs> but you know this, they'd open it. Has this guy uh, Molly Molly Pitcher posted on like on Twitter? I guess a, a screen capture of like Google flights from her hometown to College Park, Maryland. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> to get one. That'd be the most expensive beer run ever. Oh, my God. They got people, like, uh, they're they're tweeting out, like, the roadmap from Florida <laughs> to College Park. B-W-E-R-R-U-N, beer run. That's, yeah. Oh, my God. There's one here from one from uh, near Dallas, Texas, near the Oklahoma-Texas border. Shit. 19-hour, 37-minute trip. Wow. <laughs> wow. Would you drink them? If you went that far for them, would you drink them or I'd, just collect them? I would collect it personally yeah. just because it's a limited time thing. Yeah. I mean, In a limited location. Yeah. It'd be rare. Yeah. I mean, that's a story. What are you going to do? If you drink the pack and you just store the empty box up there, yeah, there's my 77 pack. It's empty. I killed I, them all. Yeah. I, I drove 20 hours to go get it there and back. So 40 hours to get this. Yeah. That's a conversation I, starter. Right. Uh, and if it's an empty cardboard box and you drink them all, you're a fucking idiot. You paid, you went and drove 19 hours for an empty cardboard box, basically. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't drink them. I'd, I'd keep them. Because like, like UK said, it's a prime number. It's a ridiculous number of beers to package together. I'm just kind of curious how they're stacked inside. You know, how did you stack them? Right. How are they? I, I really want to know. And are they bottles or cans? I'd assume cans. Otherwise, I don't. Can think you get them in bottles, or it's only cans? I think it's only cans. But no, wait. I think you can get Natty Light in bottles. I think yeah, I've you, seen. I've it. had it. Yeah. But I'm not. I doubt it. I highly doubt that the 77 pack comes in bottles. Because let's face it, a case of bottles and a case of beers is a smaller number for bottles per beer uh, per, uh, versus cans. <laughs> 77. You might need two people to pick up 77. I do beers. believe so. Wow. Unless you're just beastly. How many beers are in a keg? Do you know offhand? Nope. Fact checker. In a keg. Uh, like 165, 120. No, 125 pints or 165 12 ounce bottles. So yeah, you can pick it up. One one person can pick it up. It's almost like half a keg. 
It's like half a keg. But you know what? You're guaranteed one thing. The box is going to fail. Yeah, what's the box made out of? Yeah, right? <laughs> Shit, let me plot a course. Let's go to College Park, bro. <laughs> we'll go to College Park. We'll figure out how this... We just want to look at it. You can't get a case of beer home without the box failing. We just go hang out at grocery stores waiting for people to buy them. It's just like, let's just watch. Right. Let's film this. This is a thought experiment. <laughs> hey, how many of your 77 are left? Right, that would be so awesome. If it, like an epidemic of that happens, like people start buying this stuff and it's like, it's not even making yeah, it every, out to the cars. Every single box fails. It's just beer cans rolling in parking lots all over the, you know, all over College Park, Maryland. <laughs> College Park, Maryland sues Anheuser Busch. Right. Can I talk about the biggest friggin' watermelon you ever seen? Sure. Something close to home. Uh, Virginia man's first prize-winning watermelon is weighing more than 250 pounds. Holy fucking up, Batman. Setting a state record. Hank Houston of Spotsylvania County, Virginia. Holy shit. Hometown boy. Yeah, he recently broke the State Fair of Virginia's record for the largest watermelon with his massive 250-pound gourd. This is from the uh, AP. Uh, the watermelon won first prize, as well it should. Yeah? yeah. Uh, Houston said the fruit was grown from the seed of a previous record holder, which weighed in 245 pounds and was owned by his friend. Ooh, riding mm. his coattails. Quote, he's a buddy of mine, so I felt bad beating his record. <laughs> Fuck told, you, it's mine now. He told the freelance star. Um, Houston said he still ha- he still plans to show off the gigantic fruit. Like, what are you doing? Eat it, man. Uh, after a few of the seeds from the watermelon, there you, uh, he's going to take a few of the seeds from that watermelon in the hopes of growing another record breaker. Right. Uh, and so he plans t- to dispose of it of compost because it's too ripe to eat. Aw. No, no, dude, 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 you're missing a prime opportunity here you get all your buddies over maybe and put out a mass email and you know get a bunch of people over have a bonfire charge five dollars a head to get to the bonfire and it includes a slice of uh prize-winning watermelon that's been soaked in uh alcohol what alcohol though (laughs) vodka it doesn't impart a taste but he says it's overripe so then rum yeah spiced rum. rum spiced rum i agree and then, dude, then your record, then it's a uh, record-winning melon. Everybody gets to say they got to eat the record-winning uh, melon, and it's a party at the same time. And you put extra uh, scratch in your pocket. You're missing your chance here, brother. Well, too bad he doesn't have you working for him. I guess. Yeah. We're gonna move on to the next story. Banksy's painting self-destructs moments after it sold for 1.4 million dollars. Have you heard about this? I've seen the headline. I just haven't had time to read the article. This, this is friggin' brilliant. I love this. All right. Yeah. Um, it sounds like somebody's about to get fucked over. I love this. Uh, a stencil spray painting of elusive street artist Banksy self-destructed on Friday moments after being sold for $1.4 million, baffling onlookers. Love it. The artwork titled Girl with Balloon, uh, one of Banksy's best-known works, went under the hammer at Sotheby's in London, fetching more than three times its pre-sale estimate and uh, equaling a record price for the artist. Sotheby said uh, the painting, which depicts a small child reaching up towards a heart-shaped red balloon, uh, was signed. Interesting. Um, as soon as the alarm sounded, the painting, the alarm or the gavel, uh, once it uh, was sold, the painting ran through a shutter that was embedded in the bottom of the frame, and it emerged in the bottom in strips. <laughs> Pictures ca- captured the shocked look to the onlookers' on, uh, faces as the expensive art was cut to ribbons. Holy shit. A post on Banksy's official Instagram account showed the moment and shocked in the shock reaction of those in the rooms with the words going, going, gone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alex Branzik, head of contemporary European art at Sotheby's, uh, realized at the moment that they had been pranked by the artist. It appears we just got Banksy'd, he said. The auction house was in, uh, said it was in discussion about next steps with the buyer. (laughs) So was it the actual painting itself? Yeah. You go, there's video of it, dude. It's friggin' hilarious. Oh. It's great. How's he ever expect to sell another painting again? Right. You just fucked yourself, dude. That's why he's an artist. I love it. He's I don't artist. need your money. I got a one million. I could live off bread and... Well, I mean, it's kind of a commentary on, like, the value of art. You know, it's... I get it. But... If you didn't want to sell your art in the first place, don't fucking sell your art. 
But you just robbed from those people. That's straight up theft. Don't you think Sotheby's is going to like uh, not take their money? I would think so. But, you know, let's say you you go out and you've been eyeing this brand new cell phone. It's going to do everything you want to do, including wipe your ass. You go to the store. It's like, all right. You swipe your credit card, and all of a sudden, poof, it blows up on you. It, a cell phone has more purpose than art, though. I get that. I'm trying to put it to something that you might appreciate, because... I think that's the point of Banksy's, why he did this, is that uh, a cell phone, smartphone, has a function. Does mm-hmm. art truly have a function? Some is people it tru- think it does. Is it truly worth $1.4 million just because Banksy did it? Just because he gets headlines and my books don't? You know, it's the old saying, uh, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so is the value. They thought it was worth $1.4 million. It, To him, it might have been worth 5 bucks. But to them, it was worth $1.4 million. Eye of the beholder, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's go on. we got about nine minutes left. i got two more stories that I, th- I think I could, we can do a lot on, especially this next one. Uh, girlfriend's controlling list of 22 rules for boyfriend goes viral. Quote. Oh, God. Yeah, she sounds crazy. Well, at least I'm not doing a Bridezilla one again. Right. Uh, while it's uncommon for couples to have unspoken rules to ensure a happy relationship, one woman took it to extreme by drafting a lengthy contract uh, detailing 22 requirements for her boyfriend to sign. Female Sheldon. Yep. Uh, list was first shared on Twitter by a guy who found it in a used car he had purchased. <laughs> All right. Now I'm just going to skip over the rest of the articles and just read these rules that this girl wrote for her boyfriend. The rules are, you are not to have a single girl's phone number. You are not to follow them on any social media, including Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. You are not to hang out with Keegan, including his house or anywhere public. You are not to go to Honda without me. (laughs) You are not to hang out with your friends more than two times a week. Two times a week. Bitch, we're done. You are not to look at a single girl. If girls come up to you at any place or any time, you are to walk away. Mo is to not hang out with us every time we hang out. You are not to ask for H dash dash D. What does that mean? H dash dash head. Head. Okay. Uh, You are not to get mad at me about a single thing ever again. (laughs) You are not to bring up Tyler, Noah, Devin, or Josh ever again. Oh, snap. (laughs) You are not allowed to drink unless I am with you. I am allowed to do a phone check whenever I please. If we move in there, are never to be any girls at our house. If we move in together, your friends will rarely be allowed over. If I catch you around girls, I kill you. (laughs) This has got to be a joke thing that they did. I hope so. You are not to ditch me for your friends. Austin does not control when I hang out with you! Exclamation point. 19. We are we are to go on a legit date every uh wait, hold on, what? No. Legit date every once every two weeks at least. That's not so bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. Um if I say jump, you say how high a princess. That's pretty horrible. Uh 21. You are to make sure you tell me you love me once a day, at least so I know you're not messing around. Yeah, because just by saying I love you proves that you're not cheating on me. Do you not know how men work? 22. You are never to take longer than 10 minutes to text me back. Oh. Wow. I, this has got to be a joke. Because otherwise, what dude would ever, ever, ever submit to that type of shit? Oh, wait. I'm sitting across the table from him, aren't I? Rebecca mailed it to me. I didn't know what to do with it. I, <laughs> I, I, I sold the car. and No. I'm a liar. Uh, yeah, the, you know, I, I like reading news stories like that because sometimes I get, I get a little down about being single and being single for so long. I'm like, oh, do I have any girl to like me? But then, you know, I reason, read a news article like that and it's like, probably not so bad. Not so bad. Um, But, you know, I don't want to leave the girls in the lurch. I know I've been beaten up on leftists and I know I've been beaten up on the ladies just from that article. And 
So I'm gonna get, I'm gonna throw one for the for the girls about a real douchebag here. All right. All right. We're equal opportunities We're here try, at uh, Shock Monkey Radio. We try to be. We try to be. Right. Uh, manless used girlfriend for sale on eBay. What? Is shocked when bids reach $119,000. Dump them. Dump them. Right. <laughs> uh, a man who listed his girlfriend for sale on eBay as a prank uh, was shocked when the bids reached over $119,000 within 24 hours. Uh, dude, <laughs> yeah. you better hope that somebody doesn't camp after you for attempted human trafficking. Right. Uh, Dale Leakes, who lives in London, quote, wanted to have a laugh. I wanted to have a laugh. And so he thought it would be funny to list his girlfriend of one year, Kelly Greaves, on the auction site, CTV News reported. Uh, he described her, her condition as, for parts or not working. What does that mean? For parts? Yeah. Her condition is for parts or not working. That calling her like lazy, and you could like take her arms and attach it to another woman. I guess it's just a common thing when uh, you're selling a car. It's you're selling the car for parts only because the car's not working. So apparently she's not working. You scrap her out for parts. <laughs> Douche. Uh, I'm just getting. I'm just buying her for head. Douche. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's Douchezilla right there. Douche. Uh, and he wrote that uh, she quote starts okay. But after that, there's a constant whining noise that I can't seem to stop. Oh. Body work is fairly tidy, but close up shows signs of wear. <laughs> no serious damage, but you can see that she's been used. Golly, dude. Fuck. Females of the world, find out who this asshole is and never fuck him again. <laughs> again. Here's more. Please bear in mind, uh, when bidding, she's 37 years old. Basically, first thing in the morning, she could be very temperamental. Once warmed up and the whining noise lessens, but I would be lying if I said it goes away completely. Ready for this? The rear end leaks a bit, but nothing can't be <laughs> there's but nothing that can't be plugged. Oh god. Any offers considered would be interested in a part exchange with a younger model. Sold as seen, no returns. D bag of the year. I uh, when Leek showed the listing to Greaves, she went along with the prank, thinking no one would see it. Really? Uh, when the couple went to dinner that, light, that night, Leek's cell phone started going crazy with hundreds of bids and crude messages from interested parties around the world. I thought, oh no, what have I done? Yeah, because guess what? He can look, uh, she can look at you now and say, bitch, I got options. I don't need you and your douchebag shit. Yeah. Um, the ad was removed by eBay uh, after 24 hours for violating its website's the policy against selling human body parts or remains. That covers it. Yep. <laughs> he was selling her for parts. Uh, but it was the human trafficking. Just you're selling human body parts or remains. <laughs> uh, well, he admits that um, he wouldn't have actually sold his girlfriend. I should hope not. Uh, when the bids started increasing, you entered into a bi- a, yeah. bi- uh, a binding eBay. contract when you eBay, posted yeah. it on eBay, dude. Um, and he joked, uh, "I would have been quite sad to see her go, but it wouldn't have been so sad because I would have been crying in my fo- Ferrari or my Lamborghini." I'm rich, bitch. Jeez, Louise. For her part, Grieve said she may said maybe it would have worked out because if. The new owner had that kind of money. Then she was going to have a better quality of life. <laughs> <laughs> zing! Zing, baby, uh, zing. Uh, and apparently if she's only slightly used in certain areas, maybe he'd had a bigger pecker for her, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wonder if this is just how they joke with each other as a couple. Maybe. Because, I mean, she he showed her it, and she was like, oh, that's funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's just their dynamic. Yeah. And now the news is making fun of it. Maybe the guy's not as much of a douchebag as we're claiming. Yeah. But we're going to, not knowing the full context of yeah, it, you we're going to stick with. We're taking it out of context, yeah, maybe. We're not knowing the context. We're going to stick with, he, you're a douchebag. But <laughs> if that's just your guys' way of uh, playing with each other, right on. Get down with your funky selves. Yeah, I don't think you need to involve eBay in that, though. No, 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 no. That's taking a little, a little far. A little bit too far. So we're uh, creeping up on the 7 o'clock hour. Oh, just turned 7 o'clock, and uh, we know we got to blow the deck coming on after us, so I'm going to wander over to the, the board. Meander? Yeah, so that I can uh, help us finish this show. You just uh, pander the audience. Hello, audience. How are you doing? 
I'd like to take this time to remind you all to check out our other shows. As Madman mentioned, we got Below the Deck coming on at 7.30, followed by The Plank coming on at 9. And finishing up the night, we got Otherland Dreams coming on at 10 o'clock. So please make sure to stick around, listen, like, and subscribe, and share all of the shows here on FXBG Public Radio. Thanks. Hey, Freak Nasty, I can see you now. Thanks for listening. I'm the Madman, and I love you. And I'm the Hill Hippie, wishing you all peace and love. Oh. I don't know how to do it. It's not coming through. All right, bye-bye. Bye!